think like an investor and a detective. So this lesson is a bit more specific to business and thinking like an entrepreneur. And I want to share two hats that we want to be wearing at all times. And one hat is the investor hat and the other hat is the detective. So let's start with the detective hat for a second. The detective hat is all about having a very inquisitive nature into how your business works. And having that same curiosity about, hey, I have an idea. Um, I'm not certain if it's going to work, but let's test it. And then when you put it out there, you look at you know what the data shows and you look into the data to say, huh, what's working here? What's not? Why might this not be working? Or what made this work as well as it did? And having that approach, that inquisitive approach is very, very important because you'll be able to really build a repertoire of wisdom, if you want to think of it that way, where you can start to see patterns and trends that give you confidence in the future about how to make better decisions. So when we, when we first start, we really have no clue what we're doing, right? If we're doing it by ourselves, it's just like, let's just try stuff and see what happens. But whether something works out or not, we still don't understand the nuances behind why it may have worked out or may not have worked out. This is why it's so important to have a coach, right? Someone who's been there and done that many, many times so they can give you that perspective, that experience, that wisdom, and to help you see those blind spots that you might not be able to see on your own. Now, in time, as you learn, you start to develop that sense of, of know, of know-how that you previously didn't have. And this is the, the journey that all of us go on, right? But the detective is very interesting because when it comes to business development, there's really nothing is guaranteed, right? So there's no 100% certainty that this thing's going to work or that thing's going to work. It's probability. It's the, the likelihood of this working out is greater if I do these things. The likelihood of this not working out is greater if I don't do these things or if I do these things. And it's about taking that inquisitive, almost scientific approach to looking at your business from, listen, I don't know. I'm just going to test it and see what happens. And then doing your best to uncover, like, what are the nuances here? What are, what are the underpinnings that may have made something work or not? And I think this is very important when you are running ads, especially if you have any kind of pipeline or funnel, if you are you know, sending out emails. Let me give you an example from emails, okay? Email, email marketing is huge. It's going to be huge for you know, a good length of time into the future. But it's not what it used to be when I first started online in 2006. It's changed dramatically. The last two years, email deliverability has gone down dramatically, stuff ending up in the promotions tab in Gmail or spam and junk. And this year, we, we had a major battle with that. And I'm looking at our open rates, and I'm like, why are these open rates so low? I'm not that bad of a copywriter, am I? Like, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. So I'm looking at this as a detective. I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me. These subject lines... Obviously, some are better than others, but there's no way we should be getting an open rate of like whatever it was, 4%. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, there's got to be something else going on. And so with when it comes to emails, there's two things at play. You have the copy, right, the words, and you have the tech, the deliverability side of things. Now, I had no control over the tech. I've got no clue what's happening with 
email service providers and you know how stuff gets inboxed. I mean, I understand how it how it happens, but I I can't change that as quickly as let's just try this other subject line, right? That's a very easy change. So we had our CTO look into this and we started doing some tests on our email deliverability only to find out that our issue really was a technical deliverability issue. And it took us months to fix this. Like it was a like it was a real a real bottleneck in our business because once we figured it out, we had two and a half times more people seeing and opening our emails. That's a significant, that's 250% more people seeing and opening our emails. That's massive in terms of the results, right? If people open emails, they're more likely to click on the emails. And if they click on the emails, they're more likely to take the next step. And so that was a huge, huge, I've said huge like 10 times already in the last two minutes. It's a big epiphany because that we wouldn't we didn't know what was happening. So we had to take the approach of let's think of this like a detective. If we were Sherlock Holmes approaching this mystery, how would we solve this? And this is just kind of like knowing what we knew, what might be going on here. And if there's something I don't know, who might be able to help us solve this riddle? And that's when I turned to our our CTO and other people who've done this before because I don't know how to solve the issue. I've never really had this issue before. So I asked who can help me do this instead. So that was the detective side of things. Now the second hat, and this is, I think very, very, like it's not, I don't think one or the other is more important. They're both very important. But this second hat is very important for entrepreneurs. And that's the think like an investor. And if there's one mindset that I think has limited people's growth more than anything else, I think it's this one. Because a lot of people are looking at investment in their business like a cost. And cost is very linear. It's very it, it's very tick for tat, right? And you cannot grow exponentially when you think like that. A lot of people we speak with have the mindset that goes along the, like like this. When I have the money, I'll invest with you. I'll I'll work with you as a coach. I'm like Okay, great. Let us know when that happens in your next lifetime. Because that's not the way it works. Um, if you started a restaurant, would you have a briefcase of cash? No. If you started an airlines, which I don't think is a very <laughs> smart thing for any of us to do, would you pay for the airplanes in cash? No. Any business, any person with business acumen understands they leverage credit because they understand it's an investment. If you bought your house, did you pay cash for the whole thing? Probably not. That'd be ridiculous. The bank is going to give you a ridiculously low interest rate of 2 3% maybe. So you put down 20% and it's going to mortgage the, the, the rest of it, 80%, for the next 30 to 35 years to help you save your cash flow so you can invest it otherwise. Why would you want to pay your house off? You could take those hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars and put it into other investment vehicles that will give you multiples of return in the meantime. Anyways, this is not about investing. I'm not a financial advisor, so please don't take my advice. But when it comes to business, we're like so many people have this limited mindset. Whereas if, if they don't have the cash on hand, they can't do it. Oh, I, I can't invest in Facebook ads because I don't have any money. Who cares? Do you have a credit card? Great. Why would you not put in your credit card? Oh, because you don't know if you're going to make money back. 
So isn't that the bigger problem you need to solve? Because if you have an income problem, which you do if you say you can't spend money on acquiring clients, then you have an incoming problem. And you have an incoming problem because you have no predictable way of getting leads and clients into your business. You see, like when I started um, really getting better results in my business, it was when I said, hey man, I'm trying to do all this by yourself on the free side, like on the free side of things is not working. Maybe you should hire a coach. And I actually started to think a little bit more abundant than scarcity. And so I hired my first coach in 2010 for $18,000. That was more money than I had made in the previous year, just for context. But I knew I needed to make that investment and it wasn't money that I had sitting around. I put it on my credit card and I still, I can still go back to that moment where I had that knot in my feeling of like, oh my God, oh, here we go. But I also knew I was gonna make it work. That's just the, that's just the mindset you have to have. Like, I'll have people ask me questions like, will this work for me? I'm like, I don't even know you. I need to, instead of asking, will this work for me, I would rather you came to me and said, here's why I'm gonna make this work. Because if you don't have confidence in yourself, there's nothing I can give you that's gonna change that. I can give you the best strategies and tactics and coaching in the world, but if you don't believe in yourself, none of that's gonna matter. So being having an investor mentality comes from having confidence in yourself. How do we get confidence in ourselves? Well, let's look at the four C's. Confidence comes from capabilities. Where do capabilities come from? Courage, where does courage from come from? Commitment, remember that? And if you don't currently have the confidence, then maybe it's because you haven't acted courageously enough in your life to build your confidence muscle or your courage muscle. And maybe you have, but maybe you're not referencing all those successes and you're worried about failing because you're focused on the wrong thing. Remember, you're either focused on the good or the not so good. And if you're focused on the not so good, remember you can change your focus at any moment in time. And what I'm here to tell you is that you probably have had many successes in your life. And if you wanna feel more confident, the easiest way to, to start being more confident is you don't have to take on a new commitment or a new challenge. Look back. Think about the three times in your life, and I want you to do this right now. Think about three moments in your life where you had really, really notable wins. Maybe it was in business, maybe it was in school, maybe it was in sports. Think about three moments in your life where you had big wins. Now, now that you've got those, all you have to remember is what was the same constant in those situations? There's only one thing that was the same. And that one thing is you. So if you've had success in the past, do you think you might be able to replicate it again? And the answer hopefully should be yes. And like I understand if there's self-doubt, that's totally fine, that happens, right? We all have self-doubt. But you have to be willing to move through that. Because if you don't have belief in yourself, you will never invest in yourself. Because we're always looking at this like a cost instead of an investment. But the thing is, you will never lose by investing in yourself. You never lose by investing in your business. And I've talked about this in previous lessons. Even the worst investments that I've made turned out to be some of the best because I found a way to extract value. 
So the investor mindset is, that's from a high level perspective, but even if we went granular to, well, you know, I, I don't know if I want to invest in ads because I don't know if they're gonna work out. Well, number one, if you have a perfect client pipeline and you dial it in, it's gonna work out. But even, let's just say that you spent $1,000 in month one and you made no sales, like no clients came in. Just remember this for a second. You have now built an email list of most likely several hundred people. And those are individuals who at some point, some of them will say yes to you if you have the right follow-up in place. You know, like, listen, the buying cycle, I believe, in today's day and age has lengthened for most people because there's so many options, there's more information than ever, and those two things combined leads to analysis paralysis. And it's very challenging for people to make decisions now because they just have too many options. And so it lengthens the sales cycle. And what that means is the majority of people that you're gonna work with are not gonna say yes right away. They're gonna say yes in time. In some cases, that might be a couple months or years from now. So investing in yourself and in your business means I am willing to spend, let's just say in this example, $1,000 a month to invest in leads that I can nurture over time, that by adding goodwill, and helping them and being top of mind, I know at some point a percentage of them will ascend to be clients of mine. That's the mentality you have to have. Not, I spent $1,000, where's my money? Now listen, like I'm not saying you should bleed money on a monthly basis. You should not. We have not had a single week of negative ROI since launching our pipeline almost six years ago. Right? And I'm not saying that's gonna happen for you. I'm not saying it's gonna happen for anyone. But when you have things dialed in, listen, we know that we have people that work with us two and a half years after they first saw our ads. We have people on our email list that have been on our email list since day one. I have people that have come into our mastermind that initially bought one of my treadmill trainer programs 10 years ago in a different business. And the thing is, if we are short-sighted, if our vision is so small, we focus on the cost. We focus on the immediate return instead of the long-term play. And investors think about the long-term. You have to be long-term oriented without losing sight of the short-term, obviously. So an investor is someone who first and foremost invests in themselves in terms of learning, reading, growth, learning from others, all that stuff, right? Second, an investor is someone who is willing to invest in their business because when you invest in your business, you are more committed to your business. When you hire someone, you're more committed to the outcome that that person's going to bring to your business. When you invest in ads as opposed to posting free stuff on Instagram, you're taking your business more seriously. And this is why it's very important to consider your business, if it's an online business, as seriously as you would if it were brick and mortar. We have clients that were paying dollars and $20,000 a month in lease for their clinic. Why would you not spend that amount of money on your ads to acquire clients? Right? It's a different mindset. It's a, it's, you just have to change the way we look at things. And when you are able to pay, let's say fifteen or $20,000 for that investment to return 40, 50, 60, $100,000, why would you not do more of it? See, you don't need a budget. A budget is for people who don't know what they're doing. 
you don't need a marketing. We don't have a marketing budget. My budget is infinite. As long as our return on investment is there, spend as much money as humanly possible. That's, that's our mantra. Because the more we invest, the more we spend in ads, right? Really, it's an investment. The more attention we create in the marketplace, the more goodwill we put out in the marketplace, the more people see our message, our brand, etc. And all of that compounds over time. You see, we don't get ahead in business by doing something for a couple of days and turning it off. You're a blip on the radar if we do that. We need to be constantly in front of people and that requires an investment. You can either invest your time or you can invest your money. Those are the only two investments you can make. And when I say time, I really mean your energy, okay? Smart entrepreneurs understand that time is expensive and money is cheap. But those who struggle are those who are like, no, I'm gonna keep all my money and Sadly, they don't have a lot of it because they think like that and they try to do everything themselves and they try to grind and hustle their way doing free stuff forever, right? And, you know, moving away from how can I do this all by myself to thinking like an investor and asking the question, who can help me do this? Who can I hire as a coach to lead me through the way? Who can I hire to help me with certain aspects of my business? As soon as you make those decisions, you get your results a lot faster because now you're committed because you've made an investment. You're committing to not having to figure everything else out yourself. You've hired other experts who've done this before and who can now show you the way to get results faster with less frustration and less time. But all of this is predicated by thinking like an investor. And that means understanding that if you invest a dollar today, you might not get $2 back tomorrow. But it's understanding the long-term play here, a month, three months, a year from now, and being okay with investing in your business. Because your business is the ultimate asset, other than yourself, that will produce the greatest return in your life. There is no way you will see the return on investment you make in your business if you took that same money and put it in real estate, or if you put it in stock market or Bitcoin. You know, if you if you have a perfect client pipeline that's running and you invest $1,000 and you can make $10,000 because you've enrolled three clients, can you tell me, can you show me another investment vehicle on the planet that will show you that type of investment return in 30 days in some cases? It's impossible. Like, I, I like why would I tie up hundreds of thousands of dollars in a pre-construction condo that's going to take five years to build to see a maybe 50% return? when I can invest a fraction of that and see 10 times that amount in 30 days. So your business is your ultimate investment vehicle. Do not look at it as a cost. Do not look at the people you work with as a cost. Do not look at coaching or education as a cost. All of it is an investment. And an investment makes you bigger and it makes your business bigger. So that's why it's important to think like an investor and a detective.